Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. We are on our second domestic violence story, and I'm going to be honest that I had troubles reading this story. I had to put it down twice before finishing. To some, it may not be a big deal, but for a few of us, it's terrifying. I actually didn't think before starting this domestic violence series that these stories could possibly trigger me. It's a work in progress. Thank you for being patient with me. Again, I know that makes the dark tell scary stories, but when it comes to abuse, something physical, emotional, or mental that affects a person, that to me counts as a true scary story, which is why this is our theme for the month of April. Remember, these episodes are not meant to blame or shame anyone. It is simply to have a space that allows healing, learning, and an opportunity to tell your stories and let others know that they are not alone. As I am narrating these stories, I will be opting out of ads, promotions, or any revenues attached to the episodes due to the nature of the content. Your stories will be kept completely anonymous if you choose, and during this series, I will be heavily monitoring comments. If you have a story and are willing to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If you are someone who needs immediate help, please utilize the people you can trust around you, the Domestic Violence Hotline or 911. I've attached some resources on the description below. I want us to remember that domestic violence does not discriminate. People of any race, age, gender, sexuality, religion, education level, or economic status can be a victim. And lastly, to the author, you are beautiful for being you, and I'm glad you were able to find someone who loves you for you. Big shout-outs to your brother and nephew for looking out. Please let them know that we appreciate allies like them. Thanks for listening to our domestic violence stories. I was about 14 when I first met him at a friend's party. I had a crush on him, but I didn't bother with this crush because I was not your average size zero type of girl or guy's first pick. I was on the heavier side and I wasn't really pretty. When I was 16, we met again at a family event on my sister's husband's side. There he found out that I had a crush on him and asked for my number. I also found out that he was five years older than me at the time. Every night we would talk. At the time, my older brother and I shared a cell phone together, so I would only be able to talk with him after I was done with homework. After about a month of us getting to know each other, I fell head over heels for him. He always knew exactly what to say, and he knew how to make me smile. He called me his girl. I was just so happy to be with him. We started dating. It was a long-distance relationship. He lived two hours of a drive away from me in a different state. At the time, one of my bestest girlfriends was also dating his cousin. She was a little older than me. She had a car and her driver's license. Every weekend, I went with her to see him because my parents trusted her. After about two months of going every weekend, my brother gave me a prepaid phone so that I could have a phone to myself since he started working. One night during my visit, my parents weren't home and he asked for me to sleep in his room. I told him no because I grew up traditionally and couldn't do that even if his parents weren't home. It was out of respect mostly. When I visit him, I would usually sleep with his sister in her room. He didn't care. 
He grabbed me by the arm so hard it actually gave me a bruise. He basically dragged me into his room. He told me that if I loved him, I would give him my virginity and sleep in his room. I remember telling him no, and that's when it started. He slapped me and ripped my shirt. I ran out of his room, put on my shoes, and left outside. I called my friend and told her I wanted to go. She picked me up, and we came back home. All I did was cry the entire ride. He came over the next day with a teddy bear and apologized to me. Something inside told me not to fall for it. But at the moment, I felt he was truly sorry. And you guessed it, I continued to date him. After a few months, my best friend broke up with her boyfriend, so I was unable to go see him every weekend. I started working to save up for a car. Things continued going downhill for me. Every time I wouldn't pick up or text him back fast enough, he would accuse me of cheating on him with a guy from work. He would call me a slut and a whore. I was so hurt by those words, but stupidly, I didn't want to lose him. The weekend of his birthday, his cousin texted me that they were throwing him a party. I was able to borrow my brother's car, promising him that I would be back the next morning so that he could go to work. I drove off to my boyfriend's party. That night, it seemed like he did not expect me to be there. When he saw me, instead of being happy, he looked disappointed. I was confused. After a few hours of drinking, I sobered up and I told my boyfriend that I was going to go home. He told me to stay the night, and I told him I couldn't. The next thing I remember was he threw a glass cup at me and started calling me a cheating whore. He shoved me so hard to the wall that my head left a mark on his cousin's wall. He started to choke me, and his cousin had to pull him off. I was so embarrassed. I took off to my car and drove home. The whole time, I felt like it was my fault. If I would have just stayed the night, maybe he would not have been so upset. The next day he wanted to meet at the park by my house. I was so scared that I took my little nieces and nephews with me. When I got to the park, I told my little nieces and nephews to go off and play while my boyfriend and I sat at the benches. He apologized and told me that he was drunk. He had no recollection of what actually happened or what he did to me. He told me how much he loved me and that he would never do anything to hurt me. Again, I stupidly believed him. After a year of dating, he told me that it was time to start having intercourse. He threatened that if I did not give it to him, then he would get it from girls that were way hotter than me. I was scared of losing him because again, I was a heavy girl, and I wasn't pretty. He was a built guy that could get with anyone. I finally agreed to give him my virginity. That following weekend, I went to him. He told me his friend was throwing a party, so we went there in his car. I left my car at his place. When we pulled up to his friend's place, he told me he was so happy I was finally going to have sex with him. He told me that we were going to stay just a few hours and then 
we would go back to his place and let things happen. You know, parties usually involve drinking. He was drunk by the time we decided to leave, so I told him to give me his keys and that I would drive. He wouldn't, so I grabbed his keys from his pocket and I called him a baby. He got mad and punched me in the chest hard. I remember I stopped breathing for a good minute. Uncontrollable tears started to come down my face. I fell to my knees as I held my chest, gasping for air. My boyfriend told me to stop being such a drama queen, and then he busted my lips. My friend's girlfriend saw everything and told her boyfriend to come help. Her boyfriend came over and told him to go home without me. My boyfriend took off without me. I remember thinking that I should have never called him a baby or tried to steal his keys. Why was I being so stupid? That night, my boyfriend's friend gave me a ride back to my boyfriend's place. I noticed that my boyfriend's car wasn't there. I called him and he didn't pick up. I texted him, but no replies. I just drove home and all I could think about was how stupid I was. When I got home, my parents were out of town and my brother had just gotten home from work and saw that I had busted my lips. He asked me what happened. I was too embarrassed to tell him, so I lied that I got drunk and fell. I don't think he believed me, but he could see in my eyes that I wasn't ready to tell him, so he just went to sleep. Before he went to his room, he said, Remember, it is okay to start over and it's never too late to move on. The next morning, my boyfriend called me to apologize. I asked him where he went last night, and he told me he was mad at me, so he went to sleep with his ex without even thinking. I told him I needed to think. Monday came and I went to school like normal. As I got off the bus, one of my closest friends came over and handed me a note. He did not smile. All he said was that he needed help with our math review midterms, and this note had the problems he needed help with. My friend was also a nephew through marriage, so throughout high school, I would call him my nephew and he would call me his auntie. I knew it wasn't about our math review. I went to the library and sat at the corner alone while waiting for the bell to ring. I read his note. My brother had texted him and he was worried. I remember in his letter he stated, Auntie, why would you stay with a guy that is constantly bruising you? How can you believe he loves you when he's making you bleed? I don't want to see you in a casket going six feet under. I want to see us graduate together. I remember walking into math class trying to avoid my nephew. He wasn't in class yet, so I went to sit at a desk by the corner to avoid him. He eventually got to class and asked the girl sitting next to me if he could sit next to his auntie. She laughed and moved on to the next desk. We were paired up because he told our math teacher that he wanted to be paired with his auntie to review our midterm review packet. As we were doing our review packet, he asked, How did you get that busted lip? I literally held my tears and said I got drunk and fell. 
he didn't fall for it and told me I needed to come up with a better excuse for my boyfriend. We had homeroom class later in the day and I went to the teacher to check in and left before my nephew could come in. After checking in, I went to sit in the gymnasium to wait to go home. Of course, my nephew found me. He came over to ask me again. So, did you find a better excuse for your lips, auntie? I held my tears again and said, I told you, I got drunk and fell. He sat next to me and he told me to look him in the eyes and say it. Holding my tears back, I said, Nephew, I got drunk and I fell. He looked upset and said, Auntie, stop. I don't believe it. Lately, you've been coming back from visiting your boyfriend with new bruises. Bruisings you claimed that happened because you fell or bumped into something. Auntie, please don't do this. Is he really worth getting bruised over? Auntie, I never say this, but I never once consider you as a friend because I consider you as my real auntie and I don't want to lose you. I'm scared every time you go see your boyfriend. I pray, I pray that you make it back home alive. Yesterday when I got the text from your brother, I cried to my girlfriend because I know you deserve better, but only you can make that decision. Auntie, I don't want to have to send you off in a casket at the age of 17. After he said that, we both sat there crying and still, I could not bring myself to tell him. A week went by and all I could do was think about what happened with me and my boyfriend and about what my nephew had said. I built up the courage and texted my boyfriend, we need to talk. He called me that night and said he missed me. I cried and told him that this wasn't going to work anymore. He asked me why. I told him I just couldn't do it anymore. If being with him was only going to cause me to be bruised, then I'd rather not go through it with it anymore. He insisted we meet and talk it out in person, and I told him that if he really wanted to meet me, then I would have my brother come with me and things could turn ugly. He said he would come to my house if I was scared to go to his house. I just simply told him that it's not the best thing for him to show up at my place because my brother knew everything and does not want him around. I told my boyfriend that it was best we just end it as it is and go our separate ways. We did not end on good terms. He told me the only reason he went out with me was because he felt sorry for me since I was a heavy girl and I wasn't even pretty. He was with other girls behind my back. At the time, I knew he said all this because he was mad and I was the one ending it with him. But at the same time, I couldn't help but wonder how could you have pulled a charade with me for a whole year? It took me about three years before I could start dating again, and things were rough. Even now, being with my boyfriend of almost five years, I'm still not fully healed. I recently told my boyfriend now about my abusive relationship because I found out my abusive ex is now married and is expecting. It made me think about how he said no one would ever date a person like me and that only a person that is stupid and desperate would date me. I told my boyfriend now about how sometimes I do feel really insecure when I'm with him because people look at us and 
they would feel sorry for us because I'm not pretty and he could do so much better than me. He assured me it wasn't my looks that drew me, it was my personality that hooked him. I'm more than blessed to have a person that accepts me for me. Even as I type this to you, I know my physical scars are healed, but my emotional scars are still trying to heal. It's been a roller coaster, and I'm just thankful for those that stuck with me and helped me in every step possible. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host, Ma Yang. Mix in the Dark podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com.